Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's start recording and we're just going to start bullshitting and see what happens. All right, good. I'm ready. Um, I had a weird thing happen to me the other day. And I was going to talk with Jenny about it. And, and you're I, so, you're going to share it with me. I'm going to share it with you instead. Know. No, I was going to, it was actually like <laughs> an hour before we did our last podcast and oh. we got on other topics and never got to this. And this is, it's, it's weird, but it, it made me think about the way I'd react to different things. It made me think about my fight versus flight reaction to things. Uh-huh. So I was walking the dog and there's a lake, right? Like I live basically on a lake, yeah. like just one house down. There's I saw a lake. the Google map. Yeah. So <laughs> I was walking, walking the dog and I, I go down this path by the lake. And as I was walking by the lake, I see this, uh, I see like a, a mallard, two, no, two mallards and then a female mallard and like two male mallards and a female mm-hmm. mallard. And she's got her, uh, chicks behind, not, not like, not like female women, not gotcha. like hot chicks, yeah. but like, what do you call them? Ducklings, the, ducklings. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's got her ducklings behind her, and the one of the male mallards is like harassing her. Sure. He's like going up to her and like pecking at her ducklings and like like getting all up in her face and like yeah. putting his wings up and stuff. And without even missing a beat, I just like ran down there and started kicking at him. Like, oh. get away from her. Get away from her. Like, it was instant. Like, yeah. I didn't even think about it. And then I looked up and there's a woman sitting on her <laughs> deck looking down at me like, the fuck are you doing to those well. ducks? And so the thing that, I fa- that fascinated, fascinated me about this reaction was the fact that I'm not the kind of person who jumps into a fight. And I know these were Unless ducks. It's a duck. I know these were ducks, <laughs> but it's still the it didn't matter that they were ducks. Like I saw oh. someone I saw something harassing something and it made me go father. Yeah, is that what it is? I, I debated that if it was because I was a father. But the funny thing was was then I questioned, did that woman think I was just beating up ducks? Like, do you think that woman was sitting up there just going? And today I debate. I, I was, I was like Did an inch away as I was walking the dog past. I even looked up at her house. Like, is she still there? Because yeah. I wanted to defend you myself. Walk by her house with like a dead duck in her arm. Just walk by holding the yeah. duck, just like and just give her a knowing yeah, nod. Like you and yeah. me. We, well, we ducks know. are uh, male ducks are known rapists. Did you know that? I did. I actually, well, kind of. I mean, I guess I. Uh, and they have corkscrew penises. I know that. That's what I was gonna say. And they're and. They're. I didn't know. I didn't necessarily know that they were rapists, but I know that one, like a male duck, yeah. if he's 
if he's horned up enough, yeah, he will bang another dude duck. Yeah, like to the point where he'll kill it. Duck like, just like the fuck. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like that is so brutal. Like, uh-huh. and because it, it's because the corkscrew dick that comes from that comes from like they, it's like to make it more work so they're not yeah. breeding too much, right? Yeah, like that's like just natural in or not oh, an evolution. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Is like it makes it so females have an easier time. Like not just getting pregnant all the time. Huh. I, that's. I mean, that's maybe I assume there'd be that ducks everywhere. I. Oh. I don't know. I just that's the because so like the female vagina of whatever duck vagina. Quite what is it called? No, that's the dick. Is a qua. There's a name for it. Anyway, their vagina started getting like twisted because as the female didn't want to reproduce, the ones that didn't reproduce were the ones that had like weird vaginas, <laughs> and then. <laughs> As, or like they, that's just how they evolved. So then the dudes had to evolve corkscrew dicks. Could you oh, imagine? Wow, that's a long time coming. Dude. Yeah, exactly. No it's, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, intend that pun. That was a good one. Intend it. All right, full. <laughs> take full responsibility for that pun. But, but because of that, so a male duck will will rape another male duck, but they don't have a vagina, so they just corkscrew right into another dude, and yeah. to the point where they will kill them. Yeah. That's uh, ducks. Ducks are the sickest fucks of oh, I nature. <laughs> I went to I, I went to I went to Penn State branch campus for a while before I went to school in Chicago, and there was a duck pond, and I used to between classes sit there and just like watch ducks rape other ducks. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what the outside world is like. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah. That that is nature at its best, though. Yeah. yeah. Duck rape. Is that what was happening? Where was that male duck? Because I, I don't, I didn't think about it. I honestly, yeah. it was just like yeah, they're just super aggressive. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess that happens. You know, fucking lions bite the head of the female lions when they're having sex. That's with true. Them, so there was that. I watched some fucked up videos, but the most, like, one of the most fucked up things I ever saw was I think it was Planet Earth. Uh huh. One of those things. There was monkeys. It was like a monkey war. Did you ever see that mm. video? It was this. Tell me more. It was this monkey <laughs> war, and there's these. There is like a, one group of monkeys and another group of monkeys, and they're like two different kinds of monkeys. I don't know what kind is. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know, but orangutans versus fucking capuchins. That's not right, but you know what I mean. But two I, different, I like thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. And the ones were the one kind of monkey was very aggressive, and they went in. They fucking slaughtered all of the other monkeys. Whoa. And but the thing that fucked me up was. The, they showed one of them taking a baby and they show him holding the baby and he's holding it like like it's like like I'm gonna I'm gonna adopt this one like in the in the movie in the Spielberg movie the fucking barbarians go uh-huh. in and kill all of the other maybe Kevin Costner movie I don't know someone <laughs> would make this movie where the barbarians go in it kind of sounds like a, a, just a little bit like dances with wolves uh-huh. to me they'd go in and fucking white man would kill all the Native Americans and then but he'd see like a baby Native yeah. American and he'd take him and then he'd yeah. raise him like that's what but that's what I saw when I saw these wow. monkeys and I'm like oh yeah and then the voiceover comes in and is like they're saving the babies to eat them later oh and I'm like what the wow. this is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen wow. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't do that that'd be weird um, that's uh, it is kind of true you know you see like Facebook right now is nothing but negativity and it you see that and yeah. I mean I, I'm 
as we're not pro- far from eating babies from the we people are. we've conquered. Exactly, but I and, but a part of you does go like, well, as long as we don't fucking make it there, like please God, I just don't want to. <laughs> but see the that good news my- is, it's now possible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know. Do you think it would be weird if I like was walking the dog and that lady was in her backyard with her dogs? And I'm like, uh, excuse me. I uh, I just want to let you know that I was not just hating random ducks. There was mm. rape happening, and yeah. I was stopping. I I'd actually like to be awarded if possible, or <laughs> at least accommodated for her. Yeah, there's something. I think you should you should approach her, but like as as assume that she understands what you did. Like it wasn't a mystery. Yeah. Like she does think you're a hero. Yeah. And you're like, how about when I kick that? You saw that, duck, right? Right. You that saw that. Good. So you're gonna invite yeah. me in for dinner or something, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Just assume you're a hero in that woman's eyes. Uh, it'll make for a far better interaction. I can't. I, there's no way. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at talking to people, but I. I still have so many social awkwardnesses that that would I would well, never. This is a that, pretty extreme social it's situation. It's true, but even the le- even less extreme things. Like if she came up to me and she was like, "Hey, kudos for helping out that duck," I would probably just be, like, <laughs> and I've obviously thought about it. This happened two weeks ago, and I'm still talking about it, like trying to let everyone in the world yeah. know that I saved a fucking couple. Yeah. Of well, you know, you're here ducklings. with the sum. Duckling that was being fucking pulled away by its neck. The weirdest part was there was like two mallards. So there's one mallard doing it, and there was another one just hanging out watching it, just kind of like, yeah, just fucking you go, you go attack that one duckling, and I'm just gonna hang out over here. Probably like in a fraternity or something. Is it? Yeah. Maybe it's like the the one was getting hazed. Go fuck with that other. Go fuck with her. Go do do it. it. Do it. No, today I was walking the dog again, and uh, I had one of those fucking weird social moments where I was. So I put in headphones when I walk the dog Uh and listen to a podcast and there's a guy mowing his yard, walk past him and I give him just a courtesy wave and he does a courtesy wave and then pulls out one headphone like he's going to say something Mm -hmm. and then I, and then he, and he's kind of like, like I couldn't hear because I was listening, but he did like a mouth move and an arm shake at me. Like he was going to say something. Yeah. And then, so I started to take mine out, and then he looked at me. He was like, "No, no, no, no! I'm, I'm, I got mine in too." Like he gave me this, like I got mine in too, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like a social idiot. Like I felt so awkward. Why does? I don't know. He initiated that. He did a kind so. of. Well, no, I did because I gave him the like. I'll, hey, yeah, that's going? you shouldn't acknowledge other people. You just not because most times yeah. I don't. Honestly, I'm trying to be better about that. I'm trying mm. to like. I'm trying to. You know the like old burbs mentality where it's just yeah. like you live in the burbs with other people and you wave to them and you just I want to sure. I, I like that idea yeah. and I want to bring that back but I feel like we've come so far from that that now when I'm the guy who does that then that guy does like oh you, what do you fucking need and then I'm like what do you need and then he's like you fucking I'm mowing the yard and I'm like hey I'm walking my dog here and then we just turn into like a couple New Yorkers screaming at each yeah. other that's, yeah, how, that's how it started in New York that's why everyone screams at each other yeah, it's just one so. friendly guy did a wave <laughs> yeah no it doesn't fly there I made that mistake in Chicago a lot because I'm always like I like talking to the strangers I hey I, I talk to homeless people a lot you're from uh, a small town though right yeah 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 so it wasn't you know we had our own I'll, i can talk a little bit about the the cast of weirdos in my hometown which i need to make a film about um but like i you know having like you know a, you move to chicago everyone says like just like don't walk close to the buildings don't make eye contact and and i'd like why like you know these are fascinating people and i you know and i learned you know why people have this reaction but i was walking home from class and 
there was a guy who's like everyone was ignoring so i acknowledged his existence and uh and he was asking me for money and i invited him into taco bell to buy him a taco and in his uh he ended up his name was adolf and he talked told me all about how uh nuclear fission works what the fuck uh and and nuclear how nuclear bombs then work and then it got to that and he was he was drawing uh chemical reactions on a napkin and it got to that point where like i don't know how to get out of this yeah and i'm small and frail you know at the time i mean i still am but <laughs> definitely more than because i wasn't eating because i didn't have any money um so you know i've been cornered in the train station in chicago because i was you know acknowledging another person's existence but in I, the same token you know it's uh, i'm willing to take that risk sure did you look up if this guy's like science was right like his oh no oh, i okay. i was that's where like i just wanted to get away because i felt like like he was gonna give me the lotion and go into yeah the, you were gonna yeah. you're gonna spend the time in in i was gonna be in a pit yeah yeah so i i i saw that coming way later but but I'm, you know, I still didn't like fuck you and run away. I was very yeah. much like, well, nice talking to you, Adolf, <laughs> and slipped away and like walked in the opposite direction I was going because I, you know, I wanted to be visible. Sure, I got murdered. I just love that his name was Adolf. Can you, can you, you can't give a kid that name anymore, right? No, or grow that mustache. No, you can't. I, I actually had that mustache for a few weeks. What? It is a tough mustache to own. <laughs> it is a tough mustache to own. Yeah, it's probably best. To um. Especially since I'm like straight up Austrian, like my whole family's like out of Austria, so I, I can't. I can grow it like a motherfucker. Like uh -huh. that's that's in my DNA. Like yeah. I've got. I feel like my my. We looked in. We had found a, a pamphlet, kind of not a pamphlet. What's the word? Like a not a book, but like a little diary, kind of uh, that my great gr great grand no my great grandma wrote, and she went. She had actually gone to like find all of the stifters through uh -huh. time or whatever, uh -huh. and she got back to like Austria when my great great grandpa left just before World War II, uh -huh. and he left his wife and kids in Austria right before World War II, and took his oldest son and moved to Minnesota. Wow. Now, can you imagine? I like I can't imagine going like, all right, Jenny. <laughs> You yeah. and Raffi are staying here. The Me deal. and Max are going to fucking Germany, and yeah. we're going to hang out there. All right? Good luck. Oh. Like, that's... He doesn't know that they're going to be make, a bigger like, story than that, though. That's... No. That, it sounds like he just ran. He was probably in his... I mean, he had two... Or a bunch of kids, but he was oh. still probably, like, what? Maybe 30 at the yeah. oldest, because they all had kids at fucking 12 then. Right. So, he probably was, like in his 30s and was still draftable and was just like oh fair enough fuck right. this i'm going to the u.s <laughs> i can only afford to take one of you <laughs> and i'm going to the shittiest place i can find minnesota like <laughs> they'll never come for me yeah exactly even <laughs> if the even if the snazis want me they're not getting me in minnesota because it's cold <laughs> as balls there <laughs> like i just uh, that's what i imagine happened. that's where my family came from oh, wow. that and uh my like great 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 uncle was named adelbert and stifter wow. and he that's a good name yeah it's an amazing name <laughs> and i'd name my son adelbert and if it wasn't for the fact that old adelbert went out to a cabin wrote poetry and then slit his own throat oh <laughs> 
That's very dramatic. That, that might be worth it. In fact, I think in... Uh, Poetry will do that for you. So Steppenwolf is an author. Uh-huh. Or is it a book? I don't know. There's a band called Steppenwolf, which There's is... a theater n- called Steppenwolf. Yeah, and I think, I think it, that all comes from a... Author, I believe. I don't know, something like that. Okay. Anyway, we could fact there's check a, later. There's a, there's, yeah, we can fact check it later. There's an old, there's an, a saying in one of his stories or in the story, Steppenwolf, whichever mm-hmm. is which, um, where they jokingly say, uh, maybe I should go out to a cabin and pull an Adelbert and Stifter. Which means slice what? my throat, which is my sense of humor to a <sighs> T. And when I found that just like maybe six months ago, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> my weird sense of humor is genetic. It has to be. <laughs> wow, that's rich. Yeah, that is. that that's that deep. Yeah, and it made me go like, it's okay that I make the uh, brush my teeth with the shotgun joke or yeah. Yeah. like say Pretty my... tame in comparison. It is kind of no. tame. No, yeah. Like, yeah, so... Um, what was I going to say? You talked about on the last podcast, the or on our, or on our first yes. one, you talked about how it was something about how when you were a kid, you could just like sit in one place and yes. do something. You just yeah. like hone in on something. Yeah. And I thought of this, this, this moment in my life. Uh-huh. I'm curious if you have anything like this. But when I was a kid, the only time I was happy was when I was drawing. Like, mm-hmm. otherwise... The, the family joke was Josh is bored again because I would constantly be like I'm bored I'm uh-huh. bored I'm bored I'm bored I could be doing anything I'm bored and I just you put crayons and a fucking notepad in front of me yeah happy as a pig and shit yeah I was at a fucking uh, destruction derby or a demolition derby and cars are fucking booming through smashing into each other and I turned to my dad and was like I'm bored oh Jesus and that is just the way I was. So I could relate to when you said that uh-huh. about like the, the playing with toys and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you find that when your parents tried to do things with you, you would get, you wouldn't, it wasn't as good as just like being at home or doing the, the smaller uh, things? No, I mean, not so much. I mean, it was, uh, I like being not bothered or told I was doing anything wrong. Like not like that's not how you are supposed to do a thing or play a game or that's not what like there was no it was I was able to create my own world sure right? and but not in the way that I'm gonna tell you this story right okay <laughs> uh, it's not that great of a story but it's it's sort of an insight into me um, so you know like you'd play people would play with action figures and you know there's like usually it's like oh we're gonna battle you know, we're gonna blow shit up and whatever yeah. so I had these figures they were called adventure people they were made by Fisher Price I still have them to this day but they were like park rangers and mountain climbers like there was yeah, no yeah dude war. I think I fucking had those you know and they they were the great there's like this dude with like red hair and a beard and yes. a turtleneck yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, I, I totally was like know that's what you're gonna be about. me someday <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy you related to. Yeah, absolutely. So, and they came with like, um, you know, like there were there were no, their accessories were not guns. It was not a battle thing at all. Yeah. It wasn't a war based toy. Um, they were just like dudes who like had canoes and stuff. Um, so, and they came with these little like cloth sleeping bags that you could roll up um, and put in their backpacks and like they, so they could go on their adventures. So the kind of worlds that like I could be left alone in and like my parents didn't have to worry is they would go on their adventures and it's like they're man, we've been traveling for a long time. It's time to take a break. So I would sit them down. I would make a tiny fire pit 
uh, out of little tiny pebbles and put some sticks down. And I would go in the house and I would get pieces of tinfoil and I'd roll them into balls like they were baked potatoes. And I would set them next to the fire and I would just sit back and wait for the potatoes to bake. shit. That's insane. It wasn't like, we're jumping off the volcano. It was like, we're waiting for our potatoes to bake. Yeah, that is fucking practical as shit. That like, yeah. if I was well, they they were they you know it was a long day for them. It was yeah, <laughs> dude. I would fucking eat the shit. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was I would, a great day. I'd kill for a baked potato right now. <laughs> I would. I've been on this fucking diet, this keto diet. So mm-hmm. I don't eat anything. Like I don't eat any carbs or a sugar. What? Oh, keto okay. diet. No carbs or sugar. Like I'm drinking as I drink a beer. But this is a rare occasion. I'm breaking it for this. Uh-huh. Um. It's for energy. The idea is you eat tons of meat to just yeah. like get energy from it. You kind of go caveman. Okay. Is the idea. And last I did it uh, when Rafi was born, I went six months on it and okay. I went crazy caveman. And it's the most I've ever gotten done in my life. Really? To the point where I would go in the backyard shirtless and throw things, throw rocks, <laughs> throw. I made javelins. I would throw spears around in my backyard. Really? Yeah. And I found it, it like. I, I was waking up naturally at like 4 a.m. Like I was just waking up because really? my my instinct to like hunt and gather kicked I in. I like it. And I got, I got abs for the first time in my life. <laughs> like I naturally, I didn't even try. Wasn't even trying. I just got abs out of nowhere. And it was crazy. So I'm, I'm trying that again. Uh-huh. And I've been on it for a while. Has not been as good this time. You haven't thrown anything? I have not. I think no. this time it's been more like. You did kick a duck. <laughs> I did. I did. Kick Maybe that's where that instinct came <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's just like, my, <laughs> kick a duck. <laughs> um, no, my wife jokes with me. She's a, I honestly, I do think she's right. I wish I had been raised by wolves just a little bit. Just a, <laughs> just little, a little bit. Like, like on the weekends? Yeah, like, like on the weekends. Visitation week- <laughs> rates? <laughs> like I have that kind of, uh, what is it? Like, uh, Simpleman, like I have a bit of simpleman in me, where I just want to be like I just want to get down to what. That's why I like talking about the the uh-huh. the, the duck dick and stuff like that. It's me trying to boil it down to its simplest evolutionary idea. Sure, because I love that sort of thing. I love to think about things in the simplest form, which I think yeah. people sometimes convolute life and convolute stuff sure. instead of just going like, "Oh, this is the fucking this is what it is." With that being said. Everything's fucking convoluted. Like then, I, we, yes. t- you and I, bef- while we were between podcasts, we talked about trying to get money for like making animation and stuff yeah. like that. It's the most convoluted, fucked up process ever. Yeah, it doesn't so, need like, to happen. It yeah, <laughs> real life is not as simple as just fucking throw a spear and catch a fish. It's these weird, convoluted things to get to something simple, like having money to make something. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna? I was gonna talk about something else. Um, you alluded to a horrible boating experience. <laughs> is this a story you can tell? Because it just uh, yeah. captured my imagination when you said it. I was like, yeah. horrible. Cause I- it was, yeah, I'll tell you the story. Yeah. Um, so it is that idea. So it was, uh, I was just turned 30. Um, and you know, I've been working for a while in the thing, you know, working animation for a while and had a little bit of money. And like, I've never taken a solo journey. I've always like, someone's always there. 
Why does that happen at 30? Because I did 30, that. Between 30 and 33, there's something that happens. Is it? Yeah. On yeah. my 30th birthday, I went in the woods by myself and filmed B-roll for the feature I'm working on for Grey, Greywood's plot. Yeah. And then I went out there for two days and filmed by myself. I did no one else around. Yeah. And I just filmed I don't know what it is. shit in nature. It's the only, it's the first time I've ever done that in my life. Yeah. And then my buddies came out and we were there for another four days filming. Yeah. And it was still very like we are just here like we are yeah. fucking sleeping in this shitty little house filming <laughs> filming i mean it was actually it was fucking a shitty little house it was a fucking yeah. nice house whatever I, i'm making it, it makes it a better story when you it does it. make it yeah. a better story but we had nice accommodation we still had a fucking toilet and a fridge for beer yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff but it was basically kind of a i've never had that like bro out i guess that's the, it was that's like the the lamest bro out ever when you're filming yeah yeah like it's really, and artistically uh, like expressing yourself in yeah, the most insane really way but like bros do. <laughs> yeah so, but for me it was a bro like it was totally like me yeah. and my best friends out in the woods that's awesome being guys filming each other and not eating while we're like so into it you know what yeah. i mean and drinking beer and like we're hungover and stuff like that. Watching The Room it was awesome. <laughs> That's what we did for my birthday. We just watched The Room. That, but I did that at thirty. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean That's to steal okay. no, story, it's, but... it is a it is a weird instinctual thing. Um, so I wanted to take a uh, a trip for a month by myself. Uh, backpack, jump on a train. A month? Yeah. Holy shit. So uh, I you know I, I I bought at the time on Amtrak you can get a train ticket for like 400 bucks and you can get on and off anywhere you wanted including Canada. Um so my plan was uh uh I'm going to take the solo trip. I'm going to train take the train Amtrak across the country to California. Uh, and just then to, I, just just because I need to know where you weren't married at the time. No, I, I was living with uh, my who was you know my wife now. But okay, you know, so you we were, and you guys were serious at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. And so it was like it was a thing like no, I, this is something I need to do for myself. And sure. you know, uh, she's like, cool, that's awesome. Um, sounds like fun. I wish I could go, but she understood, which was you know a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, go to California. Then I was gonna go. Up, take the train up the coast into Canada. I was going to take this ferry boat um, out to this island. Like I had it all sort of plotted out, and there was not a time of phones and GPS. So I had this little notebook where I drew maps of all the places that I wanted to go. Like it was, it was adventure. Really, people. there was no. I was the dude with the turtleneck <laughs> and the red and the, the red beard. Face. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this was it. Like it was finally Did happening. Did you bring your potatoes with yeah. you? Oh yeah, I was ready, man. This was it. Um, so, so you get to Canada and they're just like, do you have anything you need to, uh, you need to, what, what's the word? Uh, claim claim. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, I got a backpack filled with potatoes. It's actually just a tinfoil tin, ball. Tin <laughs> there's no potato. Yeah, they open it. They're like, uh, sir, there's no potato in here. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm fucking exactly. playing, man. Yeah. Jesus. It's not real Canadians. <laughs> um, so, and the, you know, the, the sort of mantra for the whole trip was like, I'm ready for anything. Like I had, you know, I had plans of locations, but I just wanted to like be alone and explore the world as an adult who wasn't afraid anymore. Sure. I was a very fearful kid, which is where Philip comes from. But I was like, fuck it. I survived living in Chicago. I can do anything. So a little bit of arrogance for the first time seeped into my blood. I've never been, hell yeah, you know that kind of bro, <laughs> or any kind of bro. I love that uh, you think like bro means going by yourself. No, bro it, means arrogance. Okay, okay. Uh, and that you're <laughs> uh, you're unstoppable. And I never had that feeling until I was thirty. 
Um, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to capitalize on this. So I'm on this sure. trip and I like with this whole idea, like, I'm ready for it, anything. Sorry. That's I, okay. Now I'm overthinking because I don't think that's bro. I think that's, that's you don't you, think aggression is bro. I don't think so. I think you went like almost dad. Like you went, hmm. there's a difference between bro and dad. You, you had ownership of life. Which is different True. than True. It's different. You didn't you had confidence. I was definitely not a bro because a bro wouldn't do that without his bros. That's what I <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like your idea of bro Good is point. like going by myself. I don't think that's no. broing. I think what you were doing is dadding. Like you were like dadding, not, it, you know what you were you were finding a, a confident like when I think of a dad, it isn't someone who has kids necessarily. Uh-huh. It's someone who has control of life. Like, and that's not always true of dads. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> some dads are fucking up. But to yeah. me, the good dads, like the real dads, are yeah. the ones who, when they go, this is what needs to happen, we need to do this. Yeah, the there's ones no who, overthinking there's it. There's no overthinking yeah. it. Dads are there to just get it. I'm going to sound like a fucking shitty uh, Southern comedian, but they're, they're just going to get it done. Uh-huh. <laughs> and okay, that's what it sounds to that me sounds like you were right. doing. You were just like... yeah owning your manhood that's fucking different than growing fair enough no yeah i'll take that <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's that sounds Sorry. about right that's about what it felt like sure um so um this idea that's like i'm ready for anything and i'm gonna do it for a month so i took this train um this wasn't the amish guy train it was a different train i think might have no it was different um because all the amish people went to pennsylvania um or to and from so it's you know Went across the train, you know, it takes like, th- you know, three days or something on a train. Um, awesome train ride through the mountains, all this kind of stuff. Uh, get to California, uh, nothing but my backpack, way too much stuff. But anyhow, uh, went to visit. My sister was living in L.A. She was working at a, a dance studio for all of the the performers on cruise ships that were the big like vegasy flowery yeah thing. those big yeah, yeah 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 so so like i walked in you know and i was in decent shape my backpack on looking like the you know rough manly traveler and there's just like a room full of like dancers and you know and and, and it was great it was just like this is a great way to start this thing um so i hung out with my sister and my niece and then you know my wife's uh, tells me that her uncle lives in San Diego and he's a guy who's like sailed a boat from Hawaii to Japan by himself. And like, he's like the ideal. Holy shit. Yes. That sounds insane. Yeah. Like he tr- biked across the Alps. Like he's just like one of those, like, he's yeah. like, if this is what you're about right now, you need to meet this guy. Um, my dad's out there visiting. So take the train down and just hang out with him. Um, like this, he's going to give you inspiration for what to do. Sure. It's like, awesome. All right. So, you know, this is, you know, uh, just started my trip. So I go down to San Diego, meet him. Totally awesome. You know, his, his name's Mike. He's Mike Price. Great guy. Instantly knew, like, this is a dude. Like, I want to talk lived. to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're uh, hanging out, and I'm still in this mindset, like, I'm ready for anything. And he's like, let's, uh, he's like, let's go down to the to the beach, down to La Jolla, uh, California. And I was, I was like, yeah, right on. He's like, and we can go ocean kayak. You know, I'll, he's like, I can't go because I got work to do, but I'll rent you an ocean kayak and you can go kayaking. And I was like, hell yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Didn't plan to go ocean kayaking, but that's what I'm going to do. This is it. Yeah. And so, and, and there, so I, he gets me geared up and he sends me on his way. Wendy's, uh, my wife, Wendy, her dad goes out in his kayak and, uh, and I'm out there and like, there's manta rays swimming by and like, you don't wear like a, the kayak it's not like the river kayak where you're like bandaged up you're like sealed in 
Uh, if you ever seen like those yeah, guys, yeah, that, you know, yeah, yeah. this is just like you're above water on a piece of plastic in yep. your bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> no yeah, life just... jacket. No, I've never done this before. No life jacket. You're no. just like, oh, yeah. okay. And so... the ocean, which yeah. is like, and like, I was, I had that kind of like manly arrogance at the time. We're like, fuck you, ocean. I'm better than you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, can, yeah, yeah. I can take on anything. And so I'm going, it's just, it's amazing. Like it's everything I wanted this to be. Um, this is like three days into the trip, my month long trip. Um, and then you go to in La Jolla, there's this La Jolla Cove and there's these like four story rock cliffs and the the, the waves from the ocean have uh, carved out these caves. They used to be like yes. smugglers caves or something like that. Yeah, I know, you know what you're talking about. I've seen videos. And yeah, it's of amazing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And there's, you know, there's seals and it's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I'm looking, it's like, I'm going to go through those caves because like this is what this is all about and so and i'm you know watching how other people are doing and there's one that's just like it kind of goes in like a bowl around this pillar um like a stalactite sure. kind of thing yep yeah and yeah, then okay, I like i did it. that and like and you know the sound changes it smells different and i you know having never been a kayaker it was like i succeeded in that i was like yes you are the man so the cave is just so i can i, yeah. can, I can picture this yeah the cave you're still you're going into it but you're still in your kayak it's I'm in still, the yeah, water I'm always yeah it's in water and it's um you're kind of rounding you're kind of like doing a a it's like it's an like amphi- a donut. It's like a donut. It's like or- an amphitheater. Like it's like a half dome, which yes. is like a yeah, big yes. stalactite in the but middle. But there's a big thing in the middle, like yeah. a donut hole through yeah. the middle, and you're going yeah. into that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I navigate that. You know, I'm watching the the waves come in, and I get in there, and then I paddle back out, and like adrenaline just pumping, like, yes, I, you were right, Mike, you can do anything. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm paddling along for, and I see this other cave, and this cave. There's more. It's it's a it's tunnel. Deeper. Okay. It's a tunnel. Sure. Like I could see a little bit of light on the other side. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you're ready. Obviously, Mike, you can do this. You know. And so I I time it. I paddle in and I get into this cave and it's, you know, it's might be two stories tall, just wide enough for me and my kayak to be in. And it's like a cathedral. You know, like it's like the the most beautiful thing i've seen like i chalk it up there with like the grand canyon as far as like moments of like jesus this is the greatest thing i've ever seen sure uh so i'm going through that cave and as i'm having this moment of uh, this epiphany of pure beauty and being alive (laughs) in a heartbeat i'm this wave comes and throws me against Against the the wall wall of the cave So within like a split second, I go from life is the most beautiful thing is like, I'm going to die. It goes from, it goes from uh, like the angelic choir mm-hmm. to death metal. <laughs> like, Dude, it's just like, totally. Cause I'm coming out the other side of the tunnel. Like, that is exactly what it felt like in my head because it's like I'm coming to the other side and like I'm cu- and the light is coming in because it's, it's almost like it's parting and like there's seagulls flying around and like it just like I've conquered so, this and then bam I'm getting thrown and the next thing I know is uh, I'm just bat around and I get up and I'm going grasping for the air and the, the, the way the waves work is once it the way that pushed me in now it recedes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. pulls me back into the cave and the water goes down to your ankles because it's pulling all the water out. Yep. And I get up to go like, and before and I can even process <laughs> the thought that I am like, I'm going to die, you can feel the water start to come up your ankle a little bit. And I'm like, it's me again. Oh, I don't shit. know where my boat is. I'm bouncing all over the place. And this just keeps happening. <laughs> and like the thought of like, 
So if it was a complete thought, it'd be like, I must get out of this cave in order to live. But that happened like this. I must get out of this cave. Because I get six or seven times I'm getting battered around. Holy fuck. This cave. And there's your kayak at this point. I have no idea. (laughs) No idea. So I finally was like, like I had enough thought. It's like you, you're going to die if you don't pull yourself out of this cave. So I dragged myself mm-hmm. into out of the, the 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 cathedral that is now my death trap, <laughs> and I pull myself on this little where all these smooth rocks from the ocean waves had gathered into this little deeper cove, and I pull myself up, and I look over and there's a couple, this big burly dude and his girlfriend with their kayak, calmly and smartly waiting for the waves to die down looking at me and i drag myself up and i look and my leg is sliced open from oh, knee to ankle like i can see my own meat for the first time in my life yep all of the skin had been ripped off the bottom of my feet um and i had a huge puncture wound in my uh thigh that you could stick like the first like knuckle, knuckle of your, of your pinky finger, yeah. you know because there was like something a piece on the boat of my kayak that oh. punctured like stabbed into it and but once I was on shore, my first thought was anger because I fucked up my trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's the kind of like you know man thing to do yeah. is like not like thank God you're alive. And I didn't feel any pain. I was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had like three days into a month long trip, I had I just it up. ruined it. Yeah, ruined it. And so and I looked down at my meat. Um, <laughs> And fortunately, I, I think the salt water sort of kept it from gushing. Sure. Um, and I was like shouted to the dude. I was like, you need, you know, I think I need some help here. And there's no like there's no way to get back out other than water. Because like I'm I'm at the base under. of a yeah, four yeah, yeah, foot yeah. cave cove rock wall. And there's people up there looking down. And this guy comes over and turns out there's a fireman's convention in town. And he's a fireman. And they're all his buddies were out there uh, kayaking and he's checking to make sure anything's broken. And I'm just I won't shut up. I'm like, this is bullshit. I just can't believe it. I'm super angry. And he's like telling him the story of three days into a fucking month long tour. And 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 he's like, dude, you should be dead. Shut the fuck up. And the moment he made me realize that. I felt all of the pain of the injuries. Oh, like all shit, of my adrenaline really? went away. Oh, that's nuts. Because I was like, holy shit, I did almost die. And I was like, oh my God, that really hurts. <laughs> and so uh, he, this dude, um, you know, because he was just out in his swimsuit on yes, the sir. kayak, so he didn't have anything gear with him as a fireman. So he closed his wound with his bare hands. He held my wound shut and found, there was a lifeguard up top. And he, they threw down some bandages, but I had to get out of it. Like this was just phase one. Part one of fucking. And at that point, I, you know, like I'm laying there, and this, this fire, this giant fireman is holding my leg shut, and there's a gathering of other kayakers looking on. There's like I just see heads peeking around. There's a news helicopter flying. What the fuck? Are you serious? Like it was a spectacle. Oh my god. Like it was. I was in my own world, but everyone had seen this happen. Yeah. Um. And so uh, you you were like little Timmy in the fucking well at that I point, was, and the whole like I or was. like at the Simpsons, fucking everyone, the whole world, they're writing songs about you yeah, and shit. Yeah, it, it was, was like... very romantic. <laughs> um, and then so the thirty had... fucking years old taking his trip. <laughs> what a fucking dick bleeding <laughs> all over. He's got his turtleneck. <laughs> What? Making potatoes <laughs> by the fire. 
dude, it was all of that. Oh, that's amazing. That bravado just went away really quickly, and like, and like you know, and, and remember just thinking like, uh. Because I had left telling myself, I'm ready for anything. And the universe was like, oh, really, Mike? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you sure you want to say that out loud? That's, see, that's I love that, though. Like, that's how I, it's the same thing. Did you, so you, did you continue the, the, the journey? Well, <laughs> sort of. Because um, I haven't got out of the cave yet, out of the cove. Oh, sure. So the, the lifeguard uh, has to come in on a jet ski, but he can only come in so far because it's very shallow. And he has to jump on his surfboard paddle in um and you know talk to evaluate with the fireman what's you know what's my deal and i'm laid in there bleeding super pale because i never go out in the sun and just like probably look like well, the you, wettest pathetic uh, yeah but you are are very pale from fucking bleeding well all yes all, yeah. um, thank you, you probably have a little bit of blood yeah, lost at little. that point <laughs> um and so he's like all right we need to the, we have to get you out of here but we have to time this this right with the waves otherwise like the the jet ski can't get out of here sure so he's like, we need to time it so that uh, you're on this like board that's on the back, you know, like a gurney on the back of the jet ski um, so that we can get here as soon as the waves die down. But in order to do that, we need to get there while the waves are coming in. So and I need to get the jet ski, so I can't really help you. So I'm going to need you to jam your feet into the rocks to be stable. And I have no skin on the bottom of my feet. Oh. And jam oh, my bloody stumps into the rocks while the waves are hitting me <laughs> in the face. And he's like, "When I say three, jump, and I will, I will drag you jump? over. Jump into the water, and I will pull you over to the jet ski." Pulls me over the jets. So I'm, I'm and the my, whole time you're going man trip. Yeah, man trip. Totally. Man yeah, just <laughs> feeling like yeah, cause like yeah, oh yeah, Mike, you you you're ready to take on the world. And here's your bloody stumps shoved into rocks while like a like a super tan like lifeguard guy is like dragging me across the water. I like, but I still like that the the artist in you is still paying enough attention that you're go you you thought about it enough to know that it's a pinky sized hole in your leg. You yeah. thought like you analyzed it maybe enough. I did, because I because this this when you have like if you ever had like a you've been in a car accident or anything like traumatic like it replays in your mind yes. for days yeah, 100%, and days. percent. Yep. So it was like I had it a lot of time to think about thing. it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the lifeguard jump, bloody stumps, jump in. The lifeguard drags me to the jet ski, rolls me onto the, the gurney, takes off in the jet ski. Well, this gurney is not full body length, right? And I'm laying on my stomach. Okay. Right? Because I have to hold on like you're tubing almost, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like one of those little... It's like a three-quarter length Yeah, one of those. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a boogie board side. Yeah, like, a little board, bit longer, yeah. but it's a little bit sturdier. So... I'm behind the motor of the jet ski. We're zooming across, and the only part of my body that's in the water is the only part of me that's injured, <laughs> that's injured. and it's skipping across the ocean. <laughs> you know, and I'm screaming. I'm like, "Dude, you have to stop!" And he can't hear me because I'm behind the motor of the jet ski. He's up there going, "Like, you want to go faster?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just like finally, he was like, "What? What's going on?" And I was like, "This is not working out for me. This hurts a lot." Like, you're, yeah. he's like, "Oh, I didn't even." Think about that, dude. It's like the it fucking, it's again. It's the Simpsons. It's pushing Bart's yeah. broken foot in yes. through the door by his foot. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, and so he's like, maybe you should just get up on the jet ski. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a maybe fucking, we should have done that at yeah. point one. Yeah. And he's like, but you're gonna have to do it yourself because if I get off, we're both gonna tip, and I can't get you know you know. So I have to crawl in the uh, like, and now we're in the middle of deep ocean. Yeah. Like we're out of the cove. 
and I had to crawl onto the back of the jet ski, and then you, you know, and I and I have my arms hugged around super tan lifeguard, yeah. and I'm like bleeding with <laughs> makeshift skinny band. white dude just on a tan man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just feeling really pathetic. They take me to shore, and by this time, the news helicopter had informed someone else. So there's a guy with a camera. Uh, from the news, local news, filming me as the lifeguards carry me into the station. They're filming my wound. Uh, ambulance comes. They take me to the uh, to the hospital, and then there I am, like laying in uh, in the emergency room in like a puddle of salt water in my own blood. And in walks my future wife's dad and Mike, yep. the uncle, who's like the awesome guy, and uh, they're just shaking their heads. Yeah, and like, well. Did a good job there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So I spent this uncle that I just met, who was like the world adventurer traveler. I spent the next week on his couch, like spread eagle, uh, <laughs> nursing back to health. But his he was a, uh, a, a anesthetist, and his wife was a doctor. So they would like debreed and pick the the oh, rocks out of my wound every wow. day, and like and give me all like a whole shitload of great painkillers. Nice. Because I mean, the first thing I do, like as I came home, like I wanted to smoke a cigarette, and like and then I just started throwing up. Sure. Uh, I couldn't because every time I'd get up, I'd get lightheaded. I had a piss in an apple juice jar in their <laughs> living room. I had never met these people. So like, like on top of the mountain with the walking stick and the hair, the wind blowing my hair to like spread eagle, <laughs> pissing in a jar in a stranger's living room was like the anything that I got. That's kind of it's it's strangely <sighs> somehow more like. The metaphor for being an actual man somehow, yes, like, yes. is more symbolized in that pissing in a jar, bleeding yeah, and vomiting yeah, that's than pretty actually much what it comes down to. <laughs> wind blowing in your hair. So, that's yeah. That's an awesome story, And this is man. three days into the thing. Then, you know, my wife came out to... You know what that, tri- you know what that trip could have had a story of? Huh? Dude, it was awesome. I fucking saw a bunch of beautiful places that I can't describe. <laughs> Right. Like, I lived them, but I can't yeah. describe them. Yeah. You've got this amazing yeah. story to tell now. Dude, it changed. <laughs> I'll say that it did change my perspective on a lot of things after that. Because, like, I'd be a guy when I would. Because my wife came out, we rented an RV. My uncle, or her uncle, paid for part of it and gave us a blender with some tequila. And we went on a road trip for three weeks in California. Sure. So it still ended up it being still was awesome one of the greatest trips of my life. Because, yeah. like, I had. First, there's this woman who's, like, willing to, like, deal with a guy like this he's yeah. like i okay you said hey, you wanted to do this i'm going baby i'm yeah. taking off and yeah. i'm gonna be a man yeah. i might die <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna and die she's she always jokes she <laughs> refers to herself as plan b <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh, but amazing. i did you know like because like i used to when i would hike i would always uh i would hike really fast and like not look at stuff and um, but after this, I'm hiking literally through the woods with walking with crutches. Sure. And like looking like a. Yeah, because it's not just like that week goes by and now you're like 100% no, this was, ready to go. No, I it's, still have weird nerve damage in my leg. Like I poke <laughs> here and I feel it over there. <laughs> sure. So uh, it's sort of like I started slowing down um, and noticing like every little bit of moss and every little bit of little rock is because like, I used to just be like, I'm going to power through because I want to be. Gonna, yeah. I'm a dude. Um, and now suddenly like. I just saw this, this, you know, being in California, there's amazing landscape out there, um, in an entirely different pace 
uh, yeah. than I set out to. So like that. More meditative than yeah, action-packed. Yeah, yeah. You went out thinking this was going to be like. Yeah, there's going to be theme music playing the whole time. I was going to like. You went out thinking it was going to be Die Hard and it became yeah. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Die Hard, it's like balls to the wall, jumping uh-huh. out of buildings. Lethal Weapon, you've got 10 minutes with a man with a gun in his mouth. It's <sighs> just, it's action versus Dramatics. Even Lethal Weapons probably too. It's something more pathetic. Okay, than so weapon. but it's still got to be like yeah. it's still got to be like a a dude Maybe. deliverance. You yeah, no, you that's action packed. Yeah. I don't know, like yeah, it was uh, Prince Avalanche. You went out thinking you were, have you ever seen that movie Prince Avalanche? Yeah, okay, that's not a good example. And I don't, I don't have one. I don't have an example of something, right. but I'll, I'll think of it. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's a, it's a very you know it's I'm a very different person after that. That's awesome, man. That's an awesome story. <laughs> I have nothing like that. I don't have that. Like the closest thing I have to that story is I was snowboard I was snowboarding behind the school one time, uh-huh. and the only reason why I can even like relate to that idea of slow time slowing down or like that yeah. idea of like you can reassess it over and over again yeah. is I went I went snowboarding one time and I got real cocky I was out there with two buddies and I it was like X Games time like it was right around the time of the X Games and I'm like I'm gonna yeah. fucking do a backflip snowboarding oh, no. which isn't crazy impressive I mean people do backflips all the time and I was doing cool tricks and stuff so I'm not gonna <laughs> do it went down the hill tried to do a backflip and just like my I got all the way around until my head was close to the ground and then it was just like head on the ground for another 10 feet but here's the thing the weird thing is I remember at being at the top of the hill yeah I remember going down I remember the time the moment I hit the the jump yeah and that's when I realized I wasn't gonna make it yeah and I remember continuing on and flipping and then I don't remember hitting my head but I remember all of a sudden I was viewing like as if I was in like sitting there I was in my parents living room it's a carpeted floor and I'm taking photographs of myself and setting them down on the ground looking at and I mean it's like a dream sequence basically is what I went into but to me that was apparently the way I directed my life flashing before (laughs) my eyes in that moment was looking at pictures that Uh I had seen and that was my life I had one the picture of my mom holding me as like maybe two weeks old and then I laid down one of my dad and I'm maybe like maybe five months old and I'm my face is up against his and I'm looking at the camera and smiling uh-huh. and it just continued through all of these pictures and I laid them out and then I woke up and I was laughing and my buddies were all laughing and they were like whoa man you fucking douched it and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> are you idiots laughing at yeah. and I couldn't stop laughing like I hit some nerve in my brain sure. that made me start laughing and then they thought it was funny because they thought I was okay I had some fucked up concussion and stuff like that yeah, but sure. but that's like I can understand because I can replay that moment. Yeah, like it just happened. That's what life flashing before your eyes is. That's, oh it's yeah, that, like I, I I definitely experienced that. It's, yeah, it's, and like that because that whole thing probably happened in two minutes, but it what I remember every like, sure I can still smell that cave. That's amazing. I was that's funny that you brought that up because I was just thinking about last maybe last night or two nights ago. I was laying in bed and I was thinking about being on the beach in Mexico because my family takes trips to Mexico uh-huh. and what I like to do is when the when the tide comes in like the big waves come in I will lay down on the shore uh-huh. I mean I seriously did this like maybe three years ago like still as an adult man I will do this <laughs> lay down on the shore and let the waves pull you in that like that huh. what do you call that 
it's not tied. What's the word for that pull? Undertow. The undertow. The yeah. undertow pull you back. I love having the undertow just pull me into the water. And it's not, the waves aren't crazy enough that the undertow is going to actually sure. pull you under for good. It kind of comes and goes. I love that feeling of like losing control and the undertow. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it because I'm like, I'm going to get fucking stung by a jellyfish next time. Like, yeah. I don't know if I can do that as a 31 year old man anymore, but. Well, there's something about like the, you know, that was my thing, like my respect for, which sounds silly, but for like, what's as massive as the ocean like yeah. how not powerful I am uh, oh yeah you, you know are I mean? not a man compared to the ocean like, like it's <laughs> it's like for that brief moment of like thinking like you can conquer anything and like ocean's gonna do whatever the fuck it wants yeah well and you probably <laughs> looked like a two year old being pushed around uh-huh. by a puppy that's uh-huh. what's happening at my house right now so that's my reference but that's what you probably looked like when that yeah. wave was bashing against uh-huh. you and pushing you in now there's something I love about that doing that in the water yeah. could you do could you, uh, this is just a, uh, a stream of consciousness for me but yeah. what if if I was like Mike, lay down right here on the on the beach. You're gonna pull them by the undertow. Would you have flashbacks? Like all of a sudden, I would have a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, I bet, I bet you would. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when I was my when I was a kid, kid like three years old, kid, uh, I was terrified of water. Okay. Um. So we'd go on like beach trips, and I'd be making a sandcastle, and as the and the tide would come in, it would get closer to my ankles. Um. And my parents would just like watch this happening. I would scream bloody murder every time. Like it was the worst. And my dad was a really good swimmer. So he was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So like, you know, nothing like starting your life with dad disappointment. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And he feels very bad about it now. Uh, And like, you know, my mom, who's afraid of water, was the one who taught me how to swim. She took me to like the YWCA to teach me how to swim. But like, it's interesting that. I start because I I had, I had fear of everything water bees dirt all kinds of wind all which is all, that's another story I don't know if we have time for but about the, Next what time. I thought a bee we'll, flew up my nose <laughs> um, <laughs> let's save it well that's a nice save yeah like, okay yeah we'll come back to that yeah. later but to have like my near death be a water based thing where like because I you know I was like came from like the kid who was afraid of like the inch of water to like someone who's in a cave yeah uh, you know completely unprotected and then to being almost killed by sure in your dad's defense it is it's so fucking hard like knowing what you should judge and what not sure like the kids do some some oh. things that are so stupid yeah. and you just and they are they're stupid there's no other way to say it they're learning yeah. you and you have to be the one to fucking teach them and when you see it there's like things where you're like you have to choose your battles and the problem is is with kids you have to choose you have, you have to go into every battle yeah so because you have to teach them but when it's like something where you're just like dude we've been over this fucking <laughs> an inch of water is yeah. it gonna hurt you my man yeah. i don't yeah. like that so oh i, it's, I understand it's now yeah i get it now um but uh that's you know i believe as a kid you pick up on those things you do and that's that's being a parent is figuring out which things they pick up on and trying to learn like where do I need There's, you but know, it betters you as a person as well like it sure. betters you to like well I, no it doesn't better everyone some people take it and they just fucking it destroys their yeah. lives or yeah. they end up regretting having kids or whatever right. but if you actually analyze it and think about it you go like oh that's where I'm fucked up I need to improve now and kids right. you kind of teach each other how to do yeah. some things because we uh, my mentality is you're not fucking right. You're never right. You're always learning and you're always growing as a right. person. Right. So if you don't adapt and grow, 
and and the world changes. Right. So you should be changing as the world changes yeah. because you're never going to be right all the time. Something is going to change and you're going to be fucking wrong then. Yeah. So always. But I think that's something that it's, I find as a parent now. I, I I could fall into that very easily <laughs> where I'm like do this thing I know is fucking right. <laughs> I love it. My, my wife yeah. just got that thing yesterday. She's, she, or we were going past her. There's a cemetery like a mile down the street. We're going by the cemetery and Max goes, mom, dad, it's a golf course. And we're like, nah, buddy, that's actually a cemetery. And he's like, no, I saw a hole out there. It's a golf course. And my, yeah, my reaction now of being a parent is to just go like, Okay, you could call it a golf course, but anyone who you say that to is going to tell you you're wrong because it's not. Uh-huh. And let's be done with this conversation. Uh-huh. And my wife's reaction was like, I know from fucking 30 years of experience that it is not a goddamn golf course. <laughs> and she like, her face was, her eyes got all big like, why? Why does he think he's four? He's fucking four. He doesn't know. <laughs> it was amazing. And then I just started laughing my ass off. Like, you think you're so right. You think uh-huh. it's a golf course. You're so dumb. <laughs> People are going to laugh at you. Yeah, that's exactly. But you can't say that either. There's yeah. no right reaction to that. There isn't. Sure. That's what you learn as a parent is some things there isn't a right reaction to. There's no answer that you can give. Well, yeah. I mean, like, what the hell did my dad know? I mean, he was, you know, he was 30. Look what dumb shit I did when I was 30. Exactly. Like, We're all fucking stupid. Yeah. We are just as I'm amazed stupid. I'm alive, actually. Like, I give them all credit for... I, but that's what I always say is, like, I call my parents who are fucking awful parents. And I call, I tell them all the time, like, thanks for doing an okay job. Yeah. Because... It's hard. I mean, you don't, you, any, any fucking kid who made it to the point that they're at, you owe your parents for making it to that point without being too fucked up. Yeah. And if you're too fucked up, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess, oops, your parents didn't do a good job or whatever. But if you're doing okay and you feel like uh, you've accomplished making it another year, your parents did okay because uh-huh. fuck it, man. That's it's, they didn't know shit. They Here didn't. You are. Know, no one does. No one knows shit. No. I, I, I'm waiting for that moment because I, I don't think my kid. I mean, definitely my kids haven't had it yet. They're way too little. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when I had that moment where I realized my like adults are humans as well. And sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I honestly revert and have to remind myself that I'm an adult. Like, yeah. I have moments where I'm talking to another adult who may be, like, you know, 10 years older than me or something, and my natural instinct is, like, I'm the young guy right now. <laughs> yeah. And I have to go, like, what the fuck? He's not any more adult than yeah, I'm an adult. that means I, less and less <laughs> the older you get. You yeah. Know. yeah. And then, then there's the opposite where I need to remind myself, like, being 31 right now, like, 21 year old, I'll talk to a 21 year old to not to be, like, you young fucking kid. Like... <laughs> I was at that point too learning and like no. instead of being like I'm better than this 21 year old to te- to to go like no I'm not I'm fucking we're all fucking people mm-hmm. it's all the same thing well you could just like look and go like yeah you think you know everything now like well guess what you're not gonna ever know anything exactly that's and so, I think that, that's the people I like enjoy best enjoy it while you can I like the like <laughs> 70 year old men uh-huh. I, I love that like the 70 year old dudes you talk to who are just so beyond teaching 
yeah. that they're just they are legitimately living life for the I, first time. I look time. forward to that moment in my I, life. I do too. I, and maybe I'll never get there. I hope yeah. I do because I see plenty of 70 year olds or 80 year olds who never get there. They just are always shitty and always think they know more or yeah. always are. Uh, there's like a holier than thouness to them. Sure. But I like the ones who don't. The ones that you like. I sit down on the bus and some 80 year old dude sees me doodling or editing because I like to edit on the bus. I saw that, yeah. And <laughs> I love when I get like an 80 year old guy who sits down next to me and is just like, oh, wow, you're making a movie. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm just, it's just random footage. I put yeah. it on my my Patreon or whatever. I kind of explain that to them and yeah. they're just like, well, you know, back when I was this age, I did this, and they tell me some story, and yeah. it's like irrelevant, but it's kind of relevant in some way. I'm just like, you're just living, man. You're just doing it. The, I love. I want to be that guy. When you get to the point where you truly don't give a fuck. Is my I can't wait for that. Well, yeah, I have too many. Getting f- closer. But. Really, you feel like you are. I feel like. Yeah. I've, I I was just talking about this on the podcast last week with Jenny, but I feel like I finally hit the point where I'm not trying to impress anyone but myself. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Like at it least is. at l- like the animations I do, my feature that I'm working on, the other stuff, even like uh, I was telling you about um the found footage thing I'm working yeah. on and obviously I have an excitement for it. In the past it would kind of be like I'm selling it to you. Like I I would feel this awkwardness of trying yeah. to explain it yeah. instead of just being like I'm fucking doing this thing that I love and it's crazy. And when I get to do that now, I love it because yeah, I all I'm doing grand. is making something for me. I don't care if anyone else watches yeah. it at this point. I care that I watch That's it awesome. and like it. So I give respect for that. Yeah. Well, hopefully some days then I work on something. And I'm like, but what are people going to think? It's, it's it's like a daily thing. And I think yeah. as an artist, it's hard because you, are, you do know that other people are going to see it and judge you. Yeah. And getting past that judgment. Right. is the hardest thing. Well, I mean, you but like, you know, you're doing a thing that uh, demands audience. So it's a risk that you have to take. Yeah. I guess I mean, that's you could true. do yeah. it where like, I'll do a thing and never show it to anybody. And I just like the satisfaction of doing the work, which is, I wish I could be that person. But I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. I, mean, I know I'm not. So that's the problem is yeah. like, that's I, why I think I love the Patreon is because I put things out on the Patreon for yeah. right now, the 25 people I have. Yeah. And I, I know that they're there to see my stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're there or like even this podcast is going to be out for $1 subscribers. The people who are listening to this, they cared enough hearing the first one to subscribe. So they're in it. They didn't listen to that first one and go like, fuck that asshole. These, these two idiots are (laughs) condescending dick bags, directors, more like assholes. And then they leave. They're, they listen to it and they went, okay, I'm going to give a buck. Yeah. Or they listen to the first one. They're like, well, I'm giving a buck. Yeah. I'll listen to the second one because I liked that first yeah. one enough. So there's like something to that that gives me sure. positive reassurance. Regardless, I'm mostly doing this for me still because yeah. I like talking to people. So it's not, I like having these conversations. Yeah. I'll go away from this going, this was fucking awesome. Like it was a very positive thing for me yeah. until I have someone on here and I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> That was awful. I cannot believe that I had McCray Olsen on this show. That, that's a fucking inside joke. But um, he's the guy who's on the shirt I'm wearing right now from Big Brother 15's McCray Olsen. He's a friend of mine. He was on Big Brother, oh, and he uh, I worked no on idea. I work on some cartoons with him. Um, anyway, he'll be on the show in a couple weeks, I'm sure, because oh, he's and you're giving him shit as a yeah as setup a setup. Yeah, so as a nice. setup. Um, 
Anyway, he's a piece of shit. No one likes him. But the when I have someone I don't like on the podcast, will I walk away with negative from that? I don't know. We'll see what happens when yeah. that happens. But as of right now, this first one, I'm just like, it's positive reassurance. Like, I love... Po- and it's as a director, this is getting back kind of into the old, the first podcast yeah. conversation. But as a director, I find the thing that I enjoy most, and why, and the thing my team seems to enjoy most, is that I obviously put off positivity when it comes to art. I'm really bad at finding the negatives because when good. when something is negative, I'm easy at that. Really, when yeah. I when things are negative, what I do is I just go like, "That's wrong." Here's how we fix it. Yeah. Or if I watch a movie I don't like, I go, I'm not going to make a movie like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, here's here's an example. I know the audience is going to fucking hate that I'm saying this, but I went and saw Logan. Uh I went into it with this mindset that it was going to be amazing. And I know my my, uh, expectations were too high. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a father daughter. I expected it to be a father daughter movie, and as a dad, I was really looking forward to that yeah. because it. I think that's an underappreciated uh, market. Like Die Hard, the reason Die Hard is awesome because he's an average dude. He's a yeah. fucking cop. Like he's an average guy who yeah. saves the day. Now it's fucking. Everyone's got magic powers. Even the right. guys without magic powers have fucking magic powers. <laughs> There's no average Joe doing. Right the heroic thing and it's not the hero's journey anymore because they're not rising above anything it's like well of course you can punch that building down and and you know they're not gonna lose like die hard he could have died like the movie's called die hard (laughs) in order to die hard he's gotta die so you're kind of going into it going like this could be fucked up um lethal weapon even if the dude isn't gonna die He's got a gun in his mouth fucking 20 yeah. minutes into the movie. He's yeah. suicidal. He's relatable in this, like, way of human. Well, he's like, broken, he's, yeah. He's not... He's he's imperfect. He's, uh, you know, any time you have a character who is having a character flaw. Like, that's the thing I, you know, I'm learning as I'm writing stories and stuff. Like, they the have flaw to have, is more important than how they get out of it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, then you're more impressed when they get out of it. I mean... Iron Man, the reason we loved the first movie, I mean, I don't know if you did, but the reason I, I loved did. Iron Man... It's the only Man, one I liked. Exactly. The reason is, is because Homeboy was in a fucking cave without yes. a heart. Like, he was, like, strapped to a machine. Right. Like, he was a broken human being, and I didn't know how the fuck he was going to get yeah. out of there, even though I did. Like, I've read the comics, I know sure. how he gets out of there, but I still was like, holy shit, this is going to be impressive when it happens. Yeah. And it was. Uh, yeah. So when I and, and that character had so much potential at that point because right. you're like oh but I still know he's going to become an alcoholic he's still going to yeah. be a broken dude never saw that fucking happen in any of the movies <laughs> anyway that's me fucking digressing but Logan yes. I wanted this story about a dad I wanted this fucking yeah. like this deep story about the human I wanted the professional mm-hmm. with a dude with claws ripping people apart uh-huh. and I didn't get that because I did not feel a bond between those two at all yeah. so I walked out of that movie going like yeah it was awesome there was a bunch of blood and stuff and then I thought about it and I'm like yeah but it was just a bunch of blood there was no real character yeah. and then I went like man that was a movie that could have had me in the seats fucking crying I grew up with Wolverine uh-huh. and I'm a dad that movie was for me yeah they and it missed it and I, I, they missed the mark they just didn't hit that thing for me where yeah. I went I went those movies never hit for me. The first X-Men movie did. The first Iron Man did. Yeah. Well, there was a point where they were still not enough. They were still weren't relying on visual effects yeah. and 
overarching stories yeah. as much as just making you love a character. Yeah, and, it's just they're just relying on like the the people who are already going to be like the comic fan, and they just want to see this thing that they, they grew up with. They want to see panels on they the want, screen. Yeah, and like I I did like being an anime. I was not a comic book dude at all. I was, but. I was, a, but the, the, what they don't realize is the comic. I mean, I was a comic book fan in the '90s when apparently yeah. comics weren't very good. That's what I hear. And I'm I no th- expert. I think the reason why they weren't very good is because they weren't really well drawn. Uh huh. But they were very character study. Oh yeah. And they were. It was all dialogue. It was all words. Uh-huh. I don't even remember what the pictures looked like. Like I don't know artists from the '90s because yeah. I didn't give a shit about the artists. But uh-huh. I know writers from the '90s uh-huh. because I cared about the writing, and I think. There's a certain kind of person who really likes the the do the, the the impressiveness of the image, sure. Versus the impressiveness of it all. Yeah, you know I can I, have like, respect for that image and for I you can know, too. Yeah, and explain having you know not that I've done big special effects work, but I know how hard it is to make a thing. Um, but like it. Uh, but I but I, I don't look at it like edge of my seat. Like oh my god, I'm so I go like it's a, not going to stick with you. I go. Oh yeah, yeah, sweet. And then it's done. Like I don't need. Like there's no like actual. It's reaction of like, yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah, and that's I think. I know that I'm watching a movie the whole time. And a lot of people want that. A lot of people want that moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously those movies make a fucking godzillion right. dollars. So yeah. people want that moment of just like, awesome picture, awesome picture, <laughs> shiny thing. Let's go home <laughs> and go to bed. Yeah. And I want something where I go like, holy shit, that made me think about. Yeah. Shit. Like I, I watched Get Out, and I was just fucking like, I've seen that yet. Oh God, it fucked with my head. It's, it's good, but in crazy. I'm not gonna go into it, but in yeah, don't tell me. crazy different ways. <laughs> Even if I told you, it wouldn't ruin anything. It oh, wouldn't good. bother you. That's but, a good it, but I just, we don't have time. We gotta end this. We've been bullshitting for forever. <laughs> but like, I just, uh, it made me think about the way I direct, the uh-huh. way the films are crafted. It made me literally think about, like, uh. Like, um, how do I how do I put this without sounding offensive? It made me. I'm gonna be a slightly offensive, <laughs> but it made me think about the racial, um, how how races think about art uh-huh. and how we are kind of divided racially still, and how like it, at a, at a point in the 80s, I mean, it, well, even before the 80s, obviously, but the like whites had a very obvious push in art and media Uh and then the like the black audience has been stereotyped obviously when you think of the black audience you think of one thing and that is shifting like the black audience isn't the people screaming like don't go in there like that is changing and they are moving into a sophisticated spot that me as an like an a white artist or like someone who wants to watch a movie that makes you think that movie made me go like oh shit I don't want to white, watch white dudes make movies anymore because they're making fucking Marvel movies yeah. and they're making shitty movies like yeah. it made me think about that yeah. and it's because we that's, that's what the fucking there are real things to explore exactly there still are there always will be yeah. as long as you're actually exploring things yeah. and it took Jordan Peele to come out and make a movie that has vision have now I literally said I wasn't going to talk about this and now I'm fucking diving into it but <laughs> it just made me go like holy shit there's always stuff to explore mm-hmm. there is always something that you can say even if it's already been said that needs to be said again 
or sure because it's because the movie does steal from things very obviously uh-huh but for the perfect reason like you, you don't watch it and go like what a fucking thief you watch it and go like oh shit i want to take from another thing well, you recontextualize that, a thing that needs to be like like it hasn't been resolved it's not over it's still a thing that is a problem or still a thing that like people there's people that deny even considering yeah like that's an issue for somebody or just an audience who's never seen this kind of movie yeah like if you want if you wanted to you can compare get out to different ideas like a twilight zone or a something like there's something you can say it's kind of taking from and that's okay it's okay that it's taking from that because guess what i love that and I watch it over and over again, give it to me a little different, just a little different. Even different actors is enough to make it different because I get to see how this person performs it. And so it's like music. Music goes in these phases of like, you know, death metal right now, which is what I listen to, is Uh at a very shitty spot because (laughs) no one is doing it right. Everyone is trying to make it like pop music. They're trying to bring in like this thing that's wrong. Really? And it just doesn't feel like death metal anymore Uh because it's like overproduced. There's like a production thing that's just happening that's fucked up. And um, anyways, it's when you do find a death metal band where you hear something that is like hitting on that mark, I find that a lot of people are like, it just sounds like this because they didn't analyze it. They didn't actually listen to it. They just went like, they're ripping off, let's say, okay, this is kind of more grind, but let's say someone sounds more like Napalm Death. I know you don't know who that is, but let's say a lot of people will be like, this album sounds like an old, sounds like Scum, an old Napalm Death album. It's like, Nah, it doesn't really. They're they're doing something different. You yeah. just haven't listened to it enough to realize that it is something slightly different. Sure. And it's doing what's right. But the reason why all of death metal sounds shitty right now is because they're all trying to sound like fucking pop music. They're all trying to sound like punk rock. I can't even yeah. imagine what that oh, but, sounds like. Or try to <laughs> compare it to like um I don't what do you listen to? Uh I listen to uh Tom Waits, Ray Charles. Uh, okay. Like so if uh, it's hard to explain because like and I listen music, to a lot of hip hop. Music so. is weird though because okay, hip hop. Here's yeah. a, that's actually a good example. So like, have you listened to the new uh, what's it called? Run the Jewel album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you listened to? I'm trying to think of something new that is very popular i don't like, know what's yeah i don't know I, I come to things that in my own time like i never that's how i am See, music is hard though because music is yeah. so like non-specific yeah um or i don't know i just i or, or animation here this, yeah. this is a good example don't know anything about it yeah exactly so with your show yeah it that when i i've only seen the pilot because that's the only thing that's out right now but like i said it it has that kind of like timing where it's like fast and then has these slow moments uh-huh. that you let it kind of breathe yeah and that's not very that's not very hot right now necessarily but hopefully I had a fight for those moments i know and hopefully people see that I, might, I showed it to my son and he loved it so i think you're still cool with your moments like someone still thinks i'm cool yeah and uh, <laughs> it's funny when you, before you got here i i told him like the guy who made Danger and Eggs was coming over, and um, he Max was wanting to watch YouTube, and I'm like, you should put on Teen Titans because he might think that because Jenny didn't want to put on YouTube because it takes uh. for fucking ever, blah blah blah. Like you should put on Teen Titans because he might think that's kind of cool or whatever. Yeah. And then he was like, really? He thinks Teen <laughs> Titans? Go, cool. I don't know if you do or not, but regardless, I still 
thought, you know, like he would, it made him go like, oh, that's cooler than watching YouTube. I'm going to watch cartoons. Um, so he was trying to impress you. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Where was I going? With oh, anyway, the timing thing. Yeah. You're pulling from something from the past. Yeah. Something that impressed you. Yeah. Even if it wasn't on a specific, like, I'm. you were thinking, like, I want to make it look like this. Yeah, it's not homage stuff. No. It's, uh, but you have a timing yeah. thing that you like about that stuff yeah. versus, or the rhythm of, like, a Tom and Jerry versus yeah. the rhythm of trying to throw someone under the bus. Uh, fucking. What's that Cartoon Network show with the fish and the cat? Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember it. It's actually not a bad show. It's pretty fun to watch. But they use uh, photo backgrounds and... Oh, uh, Gumball. Gumball, yeah. yeah. It's a fun little show, and they have fun little beats and stuff like that, but it's still very fucking fast-paced. I wish they just yeah. slow down sometimes. Um, and that's me over-criticizing something, <laughs> basically. But it to me... The, f the way your show played out, it had like elements of gumball, like that kind of like yeah. speed at times, but then it would slow down a little bit more. And that's okay. And I think a lot yeah. of people might. I, I, it's that's why, you know, if you're going to compare it to music, it's why any music is good because it's not at the same plateau level the whole time. You have, you bring someone up real quick. And then you hold back. You have any kind of, you know, that's why roller coasters are interesting. Otherwise, it's a fucking train. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have the anticipation of the slow build to going to the top. And then you drop. And then yeah. everything becomes really fast. And you're screaming at the top of your lungs. And then they let you break for a little bit. And then it happens again. Uh, otherwise, like if it's just a slow, steady hum, you're, you're going to lose them. Which is really funny because some of the music I listen to is literally like a slow, steady hum of just brutal screaming and insane guitars. <laughs> but that's that's a different story because that to me is, I have this idea of what hell sounds like, oh, yeah. and I like to listen to that. It's the sound oh. of hell. Oh, good. Um, yeah, that's a weird way to put it, but <laughs> it's it's it's. The you know what the sound of hell is for me? It's Celine Dion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's that's the true sound of hell. To me, this is the. It's like the sound of. Is it, yes. Okay. So this is this is weird, but like it's the sound of war, which uh, to me is terrifying. Like loud, like yeah. brutal and aggressive, yeah. and it gets shake my, your it, rib cage. Yeah, kinda, and it yeah. gets my blood pumping. Yeah. So when I'm working, I I didn't actually start listening to that kind of music until I started animating a lot, huh. and then I started putting that on because I found it made me. Just, just do because yeah. it was like this. It, it gave me this adrenaline rush. Interesting. And so then I started putting it on like more often, and now that's like kind of what I listen to. <laughs> With that being said, I listen to. I'll also put on fucking Eve Six. Like I'm so yeah. gay sometimes about weird like <laughs> pop music. Like I just totally am. Or yeah. musicals. Like I, I listen to. Um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors like once yeah. a week so I, I'm all over the place and my, my metal friends will mock me relentlessly That's for my funny. music choices my Spotify is a joke at this point <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go in all directions yeah hey man this has been awesome we should wrap this up sounds good man thanks uh, fun. you had fun I told a lot of weird things about myself but... I love it man that story was but I've fun. told that story a lot so it, it's nice to have it recorded for posterity down on wax yeah yeah so uh, you got to pay a buck to hear it, though. That's that's sucks that people. I think me almost dying is worth a buck. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's how I'm gonna sell it. That's how I'm putting it on Please. Facebook. As yeah. like, listen to a man nearly die for a or dollar. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's totally worth it. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah.